0: Would you do if your child was diagnosed with a serious health condition? Find out what Dr. Diana Hancock Johnson did when her daughter was diagnosed with diabetes at the age of three. Dr. Deanna is a certified life coach and psychologist. She's also a speaker and author. She holds a doctorate in education in counseling psychology and a master's of science in human development and family studies from Iowa State University. Her undergraduate degree was in psychology and sociology from the University of Oregon, and she is the author of the book, Where Did My Half-Brother Come From?, as well as Be Your Own Life Coach, How to Coach Yourself into What You Want. Join us today in welcoming Dr. Deanna to the show for part two of the series of two about how to deal with a serious health diagnosis for your child. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. How does, how does your daughter, like with her friends, how does that sort of interaction happen? I mean, are they, do they know? Do they accept it? I mean, what, how does that look for her?
1: You know, what's a good thing that <laughs> that come to mind when you ask that question, she for a long time was asking me about being diagnosed. And she thought that I was also diagnosed because for her oh. being diagnosed was normal. Mm. Even though she didn't see me Um, get insulin. Mm -hmm. She sometimes would say, can you prick your finger, mommy? And and when you're in the hospital and you're diagnosed, they make you do that process anyway, where you prick your finger, so so you know what your child is feeling Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she kind of got used to seeing that. And she would ask me, and she would ask me questions about being diagnosed. And I would say, I would say, I wouldn't give her a yes or no, but it was more of an answer. Like, I know, like I can relate to her. I, whatever I said, I was saying something that I could relate to her to let her know, I know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard because you don't really know. You don't really know what they're going through in the same sense. You know, you're trying to relate to them, but it's, you're doing the best you can as a parent. And Mm -hmm. so for now, she's a lot better, but in the beginning, she wanted people that was doing the same thing or going through the same thing around her. And I think it's so important to have a support system where you have other kids that you can connect with. They have a lot of camps. They have a lot of support groups, but where I live, At the time, they did not have a support group. I thought about starting one, but I didn't think I was strong enough to do that, to Mm -hmm. be there for other people, like how we have the podcast now. I never thought that I could actually be that strong for someone else, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when she started to be around more people that she realized are not diabetic, she was okay with it. She only has a small circle of people around her just as myself because Mm -hmm. of what's going on. And we already were kind of like that anyway. Mm -hmm. And so... she had a lot of questions of why this friend didn't have that or that, but she already dealt with some of that with me because I was the first person that she assumed was also diabetic. And she knew my dad was diabetic. She knew that he passed away. She understood that, Mm. but she didn't Mm. understand anything else. Now, as far as her friends now, it's just, okay, she's low. What does she need? You know, like they kind of know because she may go in the room now and can play without me, you know, without me hearing her. And then on top of that, we have the XCOM on all of our phones. So I kind of know if she's low, if she's anywhere as well. So she's Mm -hmm. good with friends. She loves everything. Like in terms of she's back, you know, working and everything. She didn't start working for a while. She just, it was a little bit that she wasn't working, but she would go back to work um, almost immediately. And she, she's comfortable in her skin now. Mm -hmm. And she's starting Mm -hmm. to say stuff that makes more sense because she's older and she's understanding. Mm -hmm. She said to me the other day, mom you weren't diagnosed, you wasn't diabetic. She was like, you were just trying to make me feel better. And I said, I really was. Mm. And mm. that kind of hurt me a little bit too, because it's like, I was doing what I thought was the best thing to do. And I don't know if that was the best thing for anybody else's kid or, you know, but I knew at the time that was the best thing for her because I wanted her to get through that moment. They would, she would ask me right before she would get her needles or whatever. And when she was younger, she was getting so many needles in her fingers and her and her legs that it was Mm -hmm. it was so painful that whatever she asked me I was I was there to give it to her you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and Mm -hmm. so if that was to make her feel like she could relate to me or I could relate to her it was what it it was what it was
0: right oh my gosh that that's interesting like she's starting to understand you know she's separated from you she's her own person she's got her own her own life right Mm -hmm.
1: right that's a good way to put that yep it sure is Mm -hmm. actually despite the, the diagnosis you're right
0: Mm hmm. She's. And so I'm guessing that your work together with the podcast and that kind of thing probably is also helpful for both of you.
1: Oh, yes. And I think that this is going to be something really nice for a lot of families because people don't understand. That's my life. This looks like what I went through. And I wanted to really be out there for these families who are diagnosed because they don't know what's about to hit them. They don't know what life is like after that. And from Mm -hmm. that day, I remember going through so much and just not having nobody to really turn to. There was a few moms that was referred to me through different places that I was calling and stuff. And I thank them so much to this day um, Mm -hmm. for just being able to answer like some of my most (laughs) craziest questions, but they Mm -hmm. were there. Um, And then we meet family at the park now that are also like it's just been crazy. Like as time has gone on, we've met more people that mm-hmm. we've been like, you know, someone's diagnosed. I seen a little girl who had one of the same Dexcoms on her arm at the park. And I freaked out and I was like, where is your mom? You know, <laughs> I was just kind of like excited to see someone that looked mm-hmm. like my daughter in oh. her her situation. And so, mm-hmm. you know, me and the mom have connected since then, but you know, it's one of those things where being able to share everything that we've been going through. I mm-hmm. haven't seen anything like that. And I think my daughter is so unique in all that she's doing. And I want her to be an inspiration for other people to show you can still move on with your life. This Mm -hmm. was my life before. And now this is my life after even better, you Mm -hmm. know? So I just want other people to understand that our babies have a voice Mm -hmm. because my daughter Mm -hmm. speaks and she talks and she's been talking for a long time and she (laughs) was talking like this at three, but the only thing she couldn't do, she was very communicative, but she Mm -hmm. could not explain what was going on with Mm -hmm. her diagnosis Mm -hmm. you know I had to ask friends that we met matter of fact we have um, someone to help me design the underwears for the pocket underwear company is also diabetic and his name is Neiman Tate he actually helped me so much with understanding what kind of signs she should be showing or telling me and uh, he also helped me with foods and stuff because he was diagnosed at nine I believe and he has been a great support system for us so you know him working with me and on the, on the pocket underwear has just been a great collab. And I'm so thankful to have him in my life because he's so open with sharing everything. And then I'll share with her. I'm like, okay, well, Nemo say you can't have this. You can't have that. So, you know, mm-hmm. everything is much better than it was before, but having this podcast talking Tallers with type one, is just a place for people to be able to see that you have a place to go and share your story mm-hmm. and see what it looks like before during and after and then having also the pocket underwear I want to give people an opportunity to have something that makes them feel comfortable and let me tell you the pocket underwear was created so that we didn't have to talk about being diabetic on the mm-hmm. front end mm-hmm. because now you have to wear insulin instant pump that's on the outside of your clothes mm-hmm. and wearing that on the outside of the clothes is a lot for a person who's just diagnosed Like, I remember when Siona first got her pump and people were like, well, what's in your fanny pack? Because it comes in a spy belt that looks like a fanny pack.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: it felt some type of way because of people were like thinking, oh, you have lipstick, you have this and that. You know, they wasn't really Mm -hmm. sure that it was medicine to live. And Mm -hmm. it got to a point where I didn't know how to answer that. Like For the first year, I cried if people asked me anything about it because I didn't know how to handle it. And so I want to be there for those moms and I want to offer those underwear for people who... Don't want to talk about it just yet. Who have to have time to adjust and mm-hmm. share their discretion, and yes. that was the reason why the pocket underwear was created, so that you can wear your pump inside and you can talk about your diagnosis or deal with your diagnosis when you were ready.
0: Yeah, and
1: that has been a helpful place for me and my daughter because it got to a point where she could wear clothes again that nobody they knew she was diabetic. It. Right, because yeah, we, I had just bought her all these clothes like the week before she was diagnosed, and she couldn't wear none of the stuff like a mm. romper, things like that, because you know, she, it was just a lot of things going on. And when she got her pump, it was like, okay, I can't wear this, can't wear that, you know? Right. So that's the purpose of all of that. But you know, having these outlets for other people and these um, products and things like that available for them, I just want to be there to help others.
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm so glad that you brought the the underwear back up. But now is that for adults and children or just children?
1: This is going to be for everybody. And right now, the donation site is for people to go and donate to help me get the free kits, um, the welcome, get them a free pair of underwear in their welcome kits. Mm. So you want to be able to help every family at least get one or two free pair of underwear in their welcome kits that they get when they're first diagnosed. Because when you become type one, I don't know if this is just for anybody and any other diagnosis, but I know that we started getting a whole bunch of stuff in the mail. Mm. We started Mm. getting like uh, having another family letting us know we're here for you guys kind of oh. thing. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, be able to provide free underwear to all the newly diagnosed families, because um, first you go through a stage of you have to go through learning how to use the insulin pump and stuff like that. So it's not right away that you get that. You have to also be approved for that. So, you know, I wanted to be able to offer that to the families once they do have the insulin pump, because most toddlers and babies are getting the tandem pump early on when they're diagnosed. So right now my underwear is fit the tandem pumps. So looking to be exclusive with them for a little bit and then work on getting other brands and other people pumps because there's so many people wearing pumps that are no longer on the market, but yet they still have pumps. I want them mm. to be able to come to the website and also purchase. So the goal is just to work on getting the donations in to help these families and then be able to then take this to another level and see what we can have. I have about 12 to 15 different prototypes of pockets can be inside, outside, left side, right side, Mm -hmm. back side. Um, And I have one pump, uh, underwear pump for, underwear is for the pump that is going to be called the kangaroo, where you can Mm -hmm. just use a universal pump. So I want to help everybody. But right now, my biggest thing is to help the families who were newly diagnosed and are going through a lot at that time and don't understand, is there underwear? Because that was my first question there has to be an underwear. She got to be able to wear this in private. You know, no, there was nothing there, nothing there. Um, so it's, I've seen shorts and stuff that they had where you Mm can put the pump in there, but nothing was at available for a three-year-old, like the places that I looked at and stuff that had shorts or t-shirts that you can Mm -hmm. put your pump in. I think it's a couple of companies that have that. They didn't have anything for a three-year-old size. Aww. So that's what made me come up with this idea. Mm-hmm. But the underwear eventually will be for everybody. I'm just going to start off with the tallers for now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those are our babies. And those mm-hmm. are the ones that I feel like are wearing so many more underwear. <laughs> in these yeah. days as right. well. So where I feel like, um, like my daughter, she loved the pocket underwear, the colors, the, the wording mm-hmm. on it, the different mm-hmm. days of the week. It's just so many different types that we're going to have for everybody that I think, It's helpful for us to be able to have the kids feel good about this is what's going on. Feel good about your diagnosis, if I can say that, because sometimes a diagnosis is not always something you need to feel good about. But in this case, for our babies, it's Mm -hmm. okay to feel what you feel and that you can be okay and you will be okay. And Mm -hmm. I think that's more important. Again, what we talked about earlier, you know, checking yourself as an adult versus the kids, because it's important that they get through that. And then you worry about you. So I feel like with that said, the adults have been through this. Sometimes most of these adults have already gone through this for a while, Mm -hmm. even the teens. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there'll be it'll be an option for them to get underwear as well
0: but mm-hmm. I feel like my
1: families who are newly diagnosed are the ones going to be hurting the most in the beginning. Yes. And so I want everybody to have access to the pocket underwear, but the adults, again, I do feel like um, they adjust differently. Mm-hmm. Not to say yeah. it's a, it's a Better pain that they're dealing with, or worse pain, or you know, but sure. they adjust differently to diagnosis.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm. It's such an innovative and creative product. I'm glad you got to talk a little bit more about it. So, before I let you go, how do how do people donate to that?
1: So you just go to donate dot com. You can check out the documentary first; it's on the front page, and then throughout the whole website you have different things that you can look at that um will give you an option on each almost each page you can actually push the donation button oh great on almost every page on there but we have you know we talk about who we are the team you can also see the guy that i was just explaining neiman tate is on there as a designer you can see the rest of my team that's on there um scott Haber, who's also our photographer who got everything for the pictures and also a great support system for us as well but you can also um Check out how this happened, our story, why you should donate, what is important for our families, and how much money each thing that you donate, starting at $7 to $1,000 of what each thing can do to help another family.
0: Oh, each of the levels, that's that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us today. Before I let you go, what else do we need to know? What else would you like to say as sort of our our parting words?
1: <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much as well. Well, you guys can check us out on our podcast, Talking Tallers with Type 1 Diabetes. You can check me out at drdiana.com. I am on every social media platform as Dr. Diana Life Coach, including YouTube. Siana also has a YouTube that we're going to start posting more about her um, diabetes on as well. It is Siana Milani, and that is her name on all social media platforms C E O N N A M E I L A N I. Please follow us for our story as we have more to unfold. And as we go through this every day, we're going to also be sharing this with other people, um, the steps that they're going to be going through at some point as well. And then if you want to donate to the Pocket Underwear Company, please do so at donate tpuc.com. T-
0: oh, perfect. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. And I'm, I know that this is going to be such helpful information for families.
1: Yep, I think so too. And I thank you so much. And I look forward to actually coming back to talk to you in the near future oh, perfect. <laughs> and maybe you, you can also come on our podcast as well because i didn't get to ask you but teaching your toddlers um do we have time if you can tell me how you came up with that
0: Gosh, yeah. Um, I so my son when he was born, um, I ended up not going back to work full time, and so I I just was like, well, I can't sit here, you know. I mean, of (laughs) course. And he he was my third child, so like I kind of had the thing, you know. And and so, um, I did have the opportunity to stay home with him, and at the time, my husband was traveling a ton, and I was like, well, I can't just sit around here. I've got to do something. So I I taught myself how to build a website, and I you know started the podcast, and just kind of took it on myself as a little project, and now here we are and he's starting high school uh in a couple of weeks
1: wow. <laughs> yeah. wow that is an amazing story so you've been doing this a while and I something about that third child hits differently because just having my <laughs> newborn I'm like okay he is totally different although mm. he is a pandemic baby he is totally mm. different than my 16 mm. year old son and then Siana, mm. who's seven now so oh, yeah. we're experiencing some life changes in the house right now that's like okay we got to get through that newborn stage but Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I feel the same way my son's name is chosen. And so I feel like, um, you know, there is a reason for this as well. And that's what I share on my platform because I'm older now and I didn't expect mm -hmm. to have another kid. So Mm -hmm. I went through quite a bit, you know, um, almost lost my life doing this delivery and pregnancy. So I'm really thankful. And so I know something about having a third kid. Oh Oh (laughs) my gosh.
0: You know, it's so funny. I, and, well, yeah, he was our surprise guy too. And, uh, and uh, you know, I um, <laughs> I, I actually, the, the most recent podcast that I just recorded was actually a mom who had babies when she was in her 20s and one at 53 and one at six at twins at 60. So it, it was an interesting um, oh, episode to record that. because, yeah, she has a really interesting perspective, especially on just the evol- evolution of parenting. And, and I'm sure you've seen it between 16 and, and a newborn, right? It's just different, right? Oh
1: my, yes, yes. I feel like I'm a rookie. I am feel like, okay, do I know how to do this? Do I do that? Like jumping into it, it just feels different, and everything is different. The resources and everything that they have, all the way down from the products and everything. So Mm -hmm.
0: that's amazing. I'm definitely going
1: to try to connect with, um, her and also listen to that podcast because I just love having a support of women that know, Mm -hmm. you know, what they want to do in life, and also knowing what can we do. Anybody who is dedicated to their their children and wants Mm -hmm. to give it all. I'm all for it because it's, it is what it is. My mom raised eight of us. And so wow. she gave everything to them, to us, <laughs> them, to us. And she also never worked during that time.
0: Wow. She didn't
1: start getting her life back together until she had my youngest sister, who I'm 22 years apart from, and she um started getting her degree, getting herself together. I guess she felt more comfortable having one in the house and, you know, everybody mm. else. But she, she gave up everything to make sure we had what we needed.
0: Wow. Oh, and that wraps around to what we started out with is we do everything we can for our kids, right? Yes,
1: yes, 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 we Mm -hmm. do.
0: Well, again, thank you so much for joining today. It's been a pleasure and I hope that we can connect again soon in the future.
1: Yes, thank you so, so much. Okay, I'll Mm -hmm. talk to you soon.
0: That concludes part two of our interview with Dr. Deanna Hancock-Johnson about how to deal with a serious, health diagnosis for your child. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it now and hear the full story. Remember to find us on all your favorite platforms, Facebook, Instagram, as well as our website, teachingyourtoddler.com.